Hi everyone, it is Sophia. Welcome to Life on Audio. So I've been meaning to do this episode for the longest time, but also I kept holding it back because I wanted to come on here when I really felt ready to share like the whole story and also had kind of like moved away from it so that I could talk about it in reflection rather than this is something that I'm experiencing right now and I'm talking about it as I'm going through it. This is going to be more of an overview of the whole experience. Obviously, I'm still kind of on that journey of moving forward and just kind of reflecting on everything that's happened but also I feel like more so now it just feels like something of the past and truthfully as I get further and further away from the event I sort of wanted to do this episode less and less because in a way I just want to move on with life and kind of walk away from this whole thing and finally put it at rest I feel like it's taken so much of my time and energy and brain power to just kind of experience this whole process of no contact and then breaking no contact and as you'll learn going back to no contact and I just it's a lot like it's a lot and I'm kind of just ready to like finally move forward but at the same time my no contact content has reached a lot of people and it's helped a lot of people as well so much so that my no contact episode is my most listened to episode on my podcast and I would love if it could reach more people because truly it seems to have helped I even got some messages from people people that I don't know who told me that they really loved the episode and actually really helped them and that made me so happy. I loved getting those messages because truly the biggest reason why I ended up doing that episode was because I posted these TikToks about no contact and realized that a lot of people were going through it and I thought well if I'm not the only one going through it I might as well talk about it. Maybe I can help some other girls out or guys who are experiencing the whole process. Maybe my own experience will make them feel a lot more at ease or just feel a lot less judged or I don't know whatever it is. I just wanted to help some people out and clearly that ended up happening so I feel like this episode is going to be popular as well because it sort of is like the part two of the no contact episode it's that continuation of that journey but also I'm going to be talking about something that I feel like ultimately is talked about way less and that is breaking no contact I feel like breaking no contact is so shunned upon but I want to sort of talk about it in like a neutral tone and have this be like a judgment-free zone because I get it like you're probably like Sophia why would you do that you literally you had these little celebrations like you seem to really be making a lot of progress you were talking so highly of no contact blah blah and then you broke it like what does that mean and I get it I did get some judgment from people I'll talk about that later as well but truly no one really understands how hard no contact is until they are experiencing it themselves and I feel like even the this may not necessarily be the case for everyone but I feel like even the people who know that it's the best case scenario still struggle with keeping it up because it just is it's a difficult thing like it's really a difficult thing. I know that there's some people who can go no contact and like walk away and are good but I feel like most people when they go no contact it just it's really hard for them to like stick with it because it's just a really difficult thing and you do have those urges or at least a lot of people probably have those urges to reach out to break it to just like maybe you think that things have changed or that enough time has gone by that you guys can be in contact again and so I'm going to share my experience and honestly like if you are thinking about breaking no contact I'm hoping that this episode maybe kind of gives you an answer as to whether you should do it or not. Maybe some things that I say will resonate to you and you can decide whether ultimately it's a good idea to do it or not. I'm going to be very honest in this episode because there's a lot and honestly it's going to be honesty that's going to be hard for me to share because some of it you know I want to like put on this happy face with the whole experience and be like it was great. There was a lot of good that came out of it but I can't lie and say that everything was great and so yeah 
we're going to get really, really real. We're going to get really honest. And like I said, I would like to have this be a judgment-free zone. So let's try and do that. Before we get into this episode, though, I want to give you guys a little bit of a life update because my last few episodes have been recorded like weeks in advance. And also, actually, I'm recording this on December 1st. So this episode doesn't come out for another two weeks. But I still wanted to give you guys some life updates because I feel like a lot has been going on with my life. And it's been a while since I've sort of shared. Obviously, by the time that this episode comes out, I'm sure so much more will have happened. I feel like my life is never boring. There's always something happening without a fail. But yeah, let's do that first and then we will get into the episode itself. So today I went to Core Power Yoga. I've seen all the little influencers who love Core Power and I have only been to Core Power once before this. This was exactly like two years ago for a sisterhood event when I was still in a sorority and it was a truly terrible experience. I had such a hard time with it. I hated it so much. I hated the heated element. I literally had to keep myself from fainting multiple times during that class. I would like leave the class to get air and then come back in and then leave again and then come back in. And so I was scared about doing it again. I did it because we had a Bumble core power event and obviously I'm a Bumble ambassador. So I had to show up. I had to do it. But it actually was so much better than I was expecting it. I was so scared. I really thought I was going to hate it again and it was just going to be like miserable experience. And yes, like it's definitely difficult. It definitely gets to you. But I did realize that I am so much more in shape now than I was back then, which makes sense because I do regularly work out and I feel like I've been upping the weights. I've been upping like the amount of time that I work out, like stuff like that. I feel like I have a lot of like body strength now, unlike me two years ago. I also am just like healthier in a lot of ways. Like I don't drink. I feel like I eat healthier too. You know, I really do enjoy like exercising and getting movement and all that. And I feel like who I was two years ago was not really, I mean, I feel like I was decently healthy, but not as healthy as I am now. And it was so nice to get that progress check and to realize that like, yeah, I've made a lot of progress from then. And also clearly me working out and me doing my little exercises has made a difference. And so I don't know if I'm going to go to another core power yoga class anytime soon, but it's definitely something that I don't hate anymore. You know, like I honestly kind of enjoyed it. I kind of enjoyed it. It was definitely a fun experience. I will say the rest of the day, I kind of was dead inside and didn't really get much done like directly after the event I went to a coffee shop because I knew I had this meeting so instead of going home and like eating something which I definitely needed food I went to this coffee shop and just got a matcha and at some point as I was walking back home I was like literally shaking I was like I'm never gonna make it home because I'm gonna just collapse in the streets and luckily I made it home and all that but I feel like the rest of the day I just felt super weak and I just like didn't get as much done so I don't know how I feel about that because I thought today was going to be productive, but it didn't end up being as productive. But I really enjoyed the morning part while I was doing the core power yoga. So there was that. Another thing that I've started doing is, I guess, like, quote unquote, dating again. Now, if you haven't heard my dating again episode and my all aboard the humble train episode, I actually don't even know if that's the title, but it's, it's something along those lines. If you haven't heard those episodes, then you don't know that I tried dating again when I moved to LA after having been like, fully single like just no dating no nothing after a relationship oh lord it did not go well ended up doing it for like two weeks and then decided I was out and so it's been a couple months now since 
that happened and honestly and then I did that emotional unavailable episode where I was talking about how emotionally unavailable I was but I feel like when I posted that episode because I'd recorded it a couple of weeks earlier when I posted that episode I finally felt like the whole cloud had lifted and I was no longer emotionally unavailable and so I put myself back on the apps so far it's been like nothing super eventful obviously I've been talking to some guys here and there I've had some guys you know say that they're gonna take me out on a date and then like completely ghost me after they make the plan are we surprised I have some date prospects for tomorrow but given the behavior of these men I actually don't trust that any of them are gonna happen but one of them wants to get like coffee with me tomorrow and the other one wants to get dinner again don't believe that's actually gonna happen but it's kind of fun to think that it will for right now you know like oh maybe I'll go on a date so there is that but yeah no it's been like relatively uneventful I feel like it's ultimately gonna be the same thing where I try it for a little bit these men just like completely humble me and then I stop again for a while. I feel like this is going to be a cycle, which is not great, but also it's like I do want to get out there. It's really just the city that I live in that like sucks for dating and the whole thing. But anyways, I actually did end up having while the whole like dating scene has been fine so far, I did have a negative experience with a guy yesterday. So basically, I had a Bumble Friendsgiving and I'd met this guy. It's the guy that I talk about in my last episode. Yeah, so I invited him as my plus one to this Bumble event. Now, Yes, I know plus one usually means like date, but obviously this was one of those things where it was more like a friends thing. Some people did bring their boyfriends, which they don't usually do. So that kind of like didn't end up really going in my favor, but most people were there with their girlfriends. And I guess he took it as, oh, she's inviting me to this thing. Like she likes me, blah, blah, whatever it was. And so afterwards he tried something and I told him I was not interested and he ended up getting really passive aggressive about it and was like, I didn't know you just want to be friends and I don't know the reaction was truly terrible I was like I don't know where he got the audacity to act this way and also to believe that after I took him to dinner I would hook up with him I was just shocked obviously I've been out for a while and not really experienced this but I was just like wow wow the audacity also the other thing is I've realized my standard now is that if I'm gonna hook up with someone if I'm gonna do anything even just kiss them they have to take me not just on one date but multiple dates so that we get truly comfortable I get to know them they get to know me like if the vibe is there then maybe it's a possibility but you have to take me on dates first and if you're not going to do that why do you think I'm going to let you quote unquote hit you know like I don't know I just was so shocked I was like really like I took you to dinner and now I'm supposed to do more and then also I can't really speak too much on it because I'm kind of just keeping this to myself, but I did have something really, really, really huge happen today. Just a couple of hours ago, actually, I found this out and this is like dream come true huge and I feel like I should be freaking out about it way more, but I've just kind of been like, okay, I don't know how to feel about it. I don't know how to feel. It's one of those things where it's like, I don't know if I'll end up going through with it, but it's a huge opportunity and it's something that I've dreamt of for such a long time. So that's super exciting that it's a possibility possibility but I still don't know whether it's something I fully want to commit myself to so I'm gonna see I'm gonna spend some time just sort of figuring it all out but we'll see 
maybe maybe I'll end up doing it. If not, it was just, it's kind of an ego booster that it happened to me. So I'm excited about that. And yeah, besides that, my finals are coming up. I'm going back home literally in a week and I'm going to be home for winter break, which I'm so excited about. I'm thinking about going to Art Basel. I still haven't decided whether I'm going to do that, but we will figure that out later on because right now I have finals to focus on and papers and all that and just getting through the end of the quarter and making it through and hopefully getting like good grades in my classes too like I'm on the track of getting I want to say A's in every class but the exams and papers that I'm doing in these next two weeks are like gonna really solidify that so I have to do well on them so lots of pressure of course with that being said it is time to get into the episode let's do it all right so this is gonna go a little bit in chronological order because there's a lot I'm sure a lot of people are wondering why in the world I broke no contact in the first place especially since like in my last no contact episode seemed like things were going really great it seemed like things were looking up seemed like I was really moving forward and you know not even thinking about it whatsoever not really having any urges and stuff like that and that's true when I were recorded that episode which was after a month of no contact I was genuinely doing so great everything was looking upwards I was moving forward I was having a great time with life I was like this is good life is good if you listen to my humble train episode you will hear part of where I start talking about the beginning of why I ended up breaking no contact obviously at the time when I recorded that episode I hadn't broken no contact I wasn't even really thinking about it I was just starting to feel certain things and I started to have these urges and ultimately those urges built up and led to me breaking no contact but you get kind of like the beginning part of where my mind was at at that time in that episode so if you want to go back and hear it you can it was like back in I think it came out like at the beginning of November another funny thing I have to mention the no contact episode actually came out after I'd broken no contact so it was kind of like ironic the timing of it felt incredibly ironic because it was like I was listening through that episode I was editing it I was like you go girl if only she knew what happened if only she knew what happened like not even a month later so yeah the timing of everything was very interesting but basically I'd sort of known this in the back of my mind from the time that we went no contact at the start he had sort of mentioned that he might be in LA on this like specific weekend in October and I didn't really think too much of it until I'd sort of moved to LA and it started to get closer and closer to October and closer and closer to when I thought he would be here and all of a sudden I started to think about it more and more I was like I was like oh yeah he'll be in LA like he's going to be in LA obviously I didn't know he was actually going to be in LA but I was like he said he would be in LA and like I don't know if I trust that he's actually going to go through with that because I always felt that he had a hard time doing that but I was also kind of like there is this possibility and given that we were a long distance couple where we didn't have like anything really binding ourselves to each other it was kind of almost I'm so sorry that I'm saying this but monumental that we were going to be in the same place at the same time because the only time that would ever really happen was when we planned it and the fact that this was like almost unplanned obviously like he planned to come to LA but he didn't plan to come to LA to see me like he was coming to LA for something else so anyways kept it at the back of my mind until like two or three weeks before he was going to come to LA when the thoughts started to overtake my head and I created this very dangerous delusion in my mind and the delusion was that I thought he was going to grand romantic gesture his way back into my life when he came to LA yeah that was a that was a problem obviously at first it was just kind of like a oh 
you know, what if he were to just like show up at my door? But as time went by, I started building like evidence for it and I started thinking about it more. And then I started thinking about like what it would be like. I literally started to imagine him like showing up at my door, running into him on the street or something like that. All very unlikely. Like logically, I knew that it was very, very unlikely that he would ever do that. I was like, if anything, he hates me, you know? And yet part of my brain was just like feeding into this delusion and making it bigger and bigger and bigger. And it finally got to a point where it was genuinely really screwing up my mind. It was getting hard to live with this delusion. And obviously you could be like, Sophia, self-discipline, just, you know, stop, stop feeling that way or like tell yourself not to feel that way anymore or whatever it is. But I don't know, it just like, it kept manifesting in my brain and then it got to a point where it was like pretty much the only thing I would ever think about. And it just got worse and worse. And I feel like mentally it was getting harder and harder to handle it. And it was taking sort of a toll on my mental health. I remember like for a week, okay, for a week, I would go to class and honestly, my brain still does this. So this is a little concerning, but it's like a different situation now. But I would go to class and I would just like, I would be so distracted. I would have such a hard time paying attention. Like in my mind, my mind would be like internally screaming. I was just like not doing okay. You know, I was not doing okay. And it was sort of like taking away from everything else in my life. And it got to a point where I basically was like the only only way to fix this is to make it so that there is no way that this delusion could come true aka him grand romantic gesturing his way back into my life without me knowing you know like without me facilitating it the idea was that I would not talk to him and all of a sudden one day he would just pop up at my door and life would be great and so truly it felt like at that point because it had manifested so heavily into my head that the only way to fix this and the only way to kind of bring myself back to a better state was to essentially break no contact so that there was no way he could do it. Because in my mind, I was like, if I break no contact, that means that even if he were to do it, like even if he was going to do it, which I knew he wouldn't, but like that small part of me that thinks that he is going to do it, it's no longer a surprise, you know? Then like if he was going to do it, I would know, you know, like basically break the ability for that delusion to happen. Because the whole idea was that it was going to be a surprise. He would just show up at my door. I'd be like, oh my gosh, I had no clue you would show up. Up, you know, I never thought about this once. So basically, I spent a week feeling this way and sort of thinking it through and rationalizing it and like spending a lot of time thinking about it and really being like, am I actually going to do this? Am I actually going to break no contact? If I were to break no contact, what's the situation? Blah, blah. Another thing I have to know is I think the biggest thing that kind of like started the whole, well, I don't know if it was the biggest thing that started the whole delusion, but like another thing that sort of fed into this like decision to break no contact was when I went no contact and I mentioned this in my no contact episode I basically kind of thought to myself maybe one day we will meet again and we will catch up over lunch for some reason it specifically had to be over lunch like a little catch up over lunch we're in the same city obviously at the time I thought this was going to be like many years in advance and then over time as like it mattered less and less to me I was like many months in the future but also I was like there's no way that's going to happen because there's no possibility of us being in the same state it would take a miracle for us to be in the same place at the same time you know and knowing that he was going to be there it was like well if it's ever going to happen it's now and obviously like did it need to happen 
happen? No. But part of me definitely felt like, again, if it's ever going to happen, it's now. That definitely like factored into my whole decision as to why I decided to ultimately break no contact. So anyways, I spent this week thinking about it, rationalizing it, talking to, I don't think I told a ton of people, but I definitely talked to like one of my really good friends and, you know, she spent some time like rationalizing it with me, which I'm like so grateful for her because she has been through it with me. She's experienced it with me. She has heard the good, the bad, all that. You're going to hear about her again soon enough because she comes back later in the story, but she's like really saved me and just helped me through the whole thing. And I know it's probably annoying for her at times because, you know, at first it was like I was doing so well and I wasn't going to break no contact. And all of a sudden I want to break no contact and then I broke no contact. And then I was like, oh, well, maybe this was not what I thought it was going to be, you know? So she's been there and I really appreciate her for that. So yeah, I basically told myself I'd finally like after this week had gone by I decided okay and also by the way like I had fact-checked when he would have been in LA and it was actually not the weekend that I thought it was going to be it was going to be the following weekend so I had more time to kill I guess before he was actually going to be in LA which meant like my mind I was like this allows me to spend more time rationalizing the decision and to really solidify that this is exactly what I want to do and that it is the best case scenario for me so anyways at the end of this first week where I was you know going through it and thinking about it and blah blah I finally decided okay Okay. Yes, I'm going to reach out, but I basically told myself that I wouldn't reach out until shortly before he would be in LA or like maybe even when he already was in LA. And obviously when I broke no contact, I would be like, oh, like, are you in LA this weekend? And then propose that we catch up over a meal, specifically lunch, obviously. But the problem is I got a little too excited with that and I was still having such a hard time holding back. I was still really going through it. I still, I don't know, I was feeling a lot. And so I kind of ended up spontaneously reaching out. But like, it's one of those things where I'd spent so much time rationalizing it and I knew I was going to do it that like, it wasn't truly spontaneous, but the actual act of reaching out ended up being spontaneous. This was literally on a Friday too. I was laying in bed. I was about to go to sleep. And all of a sudden I was like, I don't know what was going on, but I was having all these thoughts and like emotions about it. And I was like writing this whole thing, like this very like sentimental letter to him basically. And all of a sudden I was like, I'm doing it. I'm going to reach out. And so I sent the message and I was like, hey, like, are you going to be in LA this weekend or like next weekend? And he responded and he was like, yeah. And now we get into what came after the actual act of breaking no contact and in between what came after the actual act of breaking no contact and the actual act of meeting him. Because there was a week that elapsed between when I broke no contact and when I finally got to see him in person. It wasn't really pretty. It wasn't pretty. I'm not going to lie. So break no contact we do a little conversation back and forth you know we're talking and it's one of those things where when you break no contact with someone who was so chronically in your life for such a long time and knows so much about you and yet also knows nothing at all because they've been completely gone from your life and you've been completely gone from their life for well for us it was like a month and a half which is like in theory not a long time but also a lot had happened in my life in that time I'd moved to LA you know I'd started school at UCLA again like a lot had happened in my life I'm not gonna lie my life runs pretty quickly and so in a short period of time a lot can happen for me that's just how it goes so obviously like he hadn't been through all of those like milestones in a way and he hadn't been through a lot of what I had been experiencing and stuff like that so like it was a weird thing it was such a weird thing those first couple of texts back and forth well 
not even like the first many texts back and forth were just like very overly cautious I don't want to be like too much for him and like I want to keep this like very cordial like basically the thing is I should have mentioned this a little earlier but when I broke no contact I was under the impression that I didn't really have any expectations for how it went. I kind of was like, I'm in a good place personally. Obviously, I wasn't because if I was in a good place, I wouldn't have had those delusions that like literally made me feel insane and then finally need to reach out and stuff like that. But I kept telling myself like, no, I'm in a good place. I've made a lot of progress. I feel like I'm a lot more level headed now. And I feel like when I go into this, like I will be very level headed. I will be very like calm and collected and like however it goes, I'll be okay with it. Like if he rejects me right there and then, I'll be okay with it because I understand that, you know, maybe he doesn't like me. Like I was the one who cut him out of my life and he could be offended by that. That's fine. You know, part of me definitely thought like, well, who knows? Maybe I'm just the villain in his life. And if I reach back out, he'll take it very negatively, you know? Luckily, that wasn't the case, but he definitely was very skeptical on meeting me. And like I said, I thought I didn't have expectations, but I was wrong. So the week goes by and obviously like the weekend is coming closer and closer as each day goes by and I'm starting to plan my weekend and I'm not really getting a response from him as to whether he wants to meet me or not. He was kind of like up in the air with it and he was like, I'll let you know. But then as the days were going by, I was like, okay, but it's getting sooner and sooner. Like you do need to give me some fair warning because I have a lot going on that weekend or like I plan my weekend. I'm going to be making plans and like, obviously I want to fit you in. I want to see you when you're only here for a short period of time. So I want to make it a point to be able to see you and do this thing that I broke no contact for. But also if you don't tell me like, I won't know and I would like to know and so on Wednesday god now we're getting really honest (laughs) this is scary on Wednesday I kind of mentioned it again like I didn't want to be pushy you know I was like I realize I want to let him like make his own decision I want to let him like have his time I get it but at the same time I think it was making me more and more anxious as time went by without knowing like what the verdict was and I just wanted to know you know and so I kind of brought it up and I was like it's getting closer to the weekend like you're going to be here on Friday and also I had invited him to this event that I was having on Friday and I was like you know you don't have to come but like if you want to show up you and your friends can come and stuff like that and so I wanted to just like hear the verdict I wanted to know so that I could plan accordingly and I like said something along those lines I was like really prefer if you'd let me know and in theory I I knew that this was still where he was at but I guess just like hearing it in that moment broke me it broke me and it created quite the emotional reaction he basically again he didn't say no but he was just like I don't know if I'm ready to do that and I guess by this time like I think when I first reached out I was still in a good place but as time went by I think I was hoping more and more that it would happen the way that I wanted it to happen and so those expectations built up and so when he said he didn't know I was distraught I remember I was sitting in class and I saw the message and I was trying so hard not to cry and then I came home and by the way the whole like chill girl like good with anything cover completely got blown off and like I'm not proud of it but also it was like I was going through it emotionally you know I was like I I so badly want to see you and there's a reason why I broke no contact and blah blah and like it seems like maybe you don't want to you know and I can't really live with knowing that you don't want to see me 
because that would shatter me. And honestly, the response that he gave me already shattered me. It was really bad. I came home. I was like, okay, I need to just let me get my mind off it. I'll go work out. I'll go to the sauna. I'll do my everything shower, like self-care. And I ended up going to the sauna and I was crying in the sauna. And I was literally, I was there for a minute, not even kidding. Okay. And by the way, I don't cry very often. So like it was really, it meant something that I was crying. I was crying in the sauna for like a minute, not even kidding. And I'd locked the door and someone starts banging on the door and like I'm listening to music too. So like first I'm not really sure what's going on. I'm like, oh, maybe it's something else. Like I'm not really paying attention. But then all of a sudden I'm like, wait, no, that feels like someone's knocking on the door for the sauna. And lo and behold, there was this lady who was trying to use the sauna and she was like, oh, like how much time? And I was like, oh, I've only been here for a minute. And she says, okay. And so I thought, okay, she'll come back or something like that. I don't know. I don't know what I thought was going on, but I thought she just like would let me be. And so I get back into the sauna and I start the whole crying again. And all of a sudden she walks in and I was like, oh, oh, you meant you're ready to use it now. So I was like, no, it's fine. I'll just walk out. So like I ended up running on the treadmill, which was something that I haven't done in months and I haven't done it since I was in a relationship okay that's how long it's been and I was just going through it like I was going through it. I was fighting all these thoughts in my head it was so hard and like mind you like I'm still texting him at this point okay like we're texting back and forth I don't remember what the texts were but it was getting more heated I was I was obviously not doing well okay I was not in a good headspace like I was not being very level-headed the whole like cover had blown off I was really feeling it I was feeling the emotions the whole thing and I come back and I just start bawling. I start bawling, crying. I turn on the shower. Okay. I was literally bawling on my bathroom floor, then proceeded to get into the shower, bawled the entire shower. So like 15, 20 minutes, maybe. I don't know how long I shower. It may be less than that, honestly, but whatever. I'm going to say 15, 20 minutes because I think I shaved my legs and stuff like that. Bawled the entire shower, came out, continued to cry. And I literally, I was like, I am never going to get out of this. I felt like my life was almost ending in the sense like I could not imagine getting out of this like bawling state, like this emotional state that I was in. I've never felt that way before. Never felt that way before, but I was not doing well. Like I was really, really, really not doing well. And I'm sure that some people on here who are listening to this and have gone through heartbreak and have gone through the no contact thing can probably relate to this like feeling where you feel like you were never going to get out of that emotion. You're never going to not feel that, you know, like I was like, there's no way it just felt like my life was coming down on me and it was like ending like I was really, 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 really not doing okay. And so anyways, I get out of the shower. I continue to ball. And finally, okay. And mind you, after I'd broken no contact, I told no one, but I think my sister and maybe my parents. Okay. I decided I was not going to tell my friends. I was not going to get them involved. And then maybe like after the fact, I would mention it. I'd be like, oh, fun fact. Or they would listen to this episode at some point and realize I had broken no contact. My whole idea was to keep it under wraps, keep it completely private. I didn't want people's opinions. I knew that people probably weren't going to be super thrilled. And so I was just going to keep it super private. The whole thing, I would meet up with him. No one would know. I'd go on with my life. He'd go go on with his life. And then like whatever happened after, like it would all just be private. But in that moment, I was like, I need to talk to someone because I'm never going to stop crying. I'm not doing okay. And so I call my friend, the same friend that I was just talking about. And it's funny because she like answers the FaceTime she's like hi and she goes oh my god what's wrong 
because I'm standing there crying. She actually was the same girl who was in the Uber with me in my Heartbreak Is episode. She's seen me cry a lot of times. She's really watched me go through it. Like none of my other friends have watched me go through it as much as she has. But anyways, so I tell her the whole story. I tell her that I broke no contact. I tell her about the whole thing and we end up talking it through and like eventually I stopped crying obviously and I feel a lot better afterwards. I'm going to be okay. Like life will go on, you know, at the end of the FaceTime call and all that. So it ended up helping and everything. But yeah, that was bad. That was bad. And I'm obviously going to do a recap. But one big lesson to take away is if you are going to break no contact, you have to understand that you are very likely going to have an emotional reaction to it. And it's not going to be a pretty one. It is not an easy thing to break no contact. It brings up a lot of emotions. It doesn't matter whether you think that you're okay. It doesn't matter whether you think you've moved on. Very likely if you're breaking no contact, you haven't fully moved on and you probably have some expectations for it and you want it to play out a certain way and whatever it is, maybe you want to get back with them. Maybe you want them to like receive you positively maybe you want them to like meet up with you whatever it is you're gonna probably have some expectations and it's very likely that you are not gonna get exactly what you want and that's gonna bring up a lot of emotions it really is and it's a very difficult thing to go through okay I felt extremely fragile in the whole process because I was like I I don't know if I can handle this you know I don't know like I put myself through it like I'm subjecting myself to it but truly like clearly I can't really handle handle this and so yeah it was hard and definitely this was just the start by the way like it continues so anyways finally he says yes I'll meet you I don't know when this was but like he finally is like like I want to see you like I want to catch up like we'll do it so it was like okay so then finally the weekend comes around he was in LA for like three four days I think and I ended up actually seeing him multiple times in that time period but yeah I actually ended up like obviously we had planned to do like a lunch brunch situation where we sat down caught up and it would be very cordial and like it'll be in a public setting so it's not like too intense or anything but I actually ended up seeing him before that and that was not a good idea okay now obviously like I could not fight the urge to like wait you know knowing that he was in the same city was so hard for me to like not see him and he did some things that I wasn't exactly proud of that night but I'm not going to talk about that I was I was acting a little desperate I'm not gonna lie but when I did see him it was a very strange and honestly scary experience and I'm not going to really get into it too much because a lot of what happened was not it wasn't how I wanted it to play out and it also wasn't very ideal it wasn't a necessarily good situation let's just say this was after a night out and I don't drink so you can kind of guess how the vibe was there it was incredibly scary and then like the next morning like we wake up and he's like okay I have to go now like I'm I have to go do this thing with my friends that I came here for and he was like I don't know when I'm gonna see you like obviously I'll see you sometime but like there was no plan in place and so he left and I was just left with a lot of confusion and it was really unsettling and of course I didn't get any of my answers you know like I basically I had all these questions for him that I wanted to get answered and I wanted to have this specific conversation and I want to just like a catch up and b get these like questions answered and get some like basically closure like this was essentially to get closure in a sense and I hate that so much I hate the term closure because I've had a negative experience with it but essentially that was like the biggest thing that I was trying to take away from the 
whole thing. I wasn't really sure what I expected. Oh, that's the other thing. I didn't go in with a plan for what would happen after we met up. Like when I broke no contact, I wasn't like, okay, so we break no contact. I meet him. We have this little lunch. We catch up and then we go back to no contact. You know, like I didn't have a plan for afterwards. And that's another thing where I really do urge you to like have an idea as to what's going to come after you get what you want. If it happens, if you get what you want, what would come after that? Because it ends up creating a complicated situation. And obviously because it was like between the two of us, it was sort of for the two of us to figure out. But also like I think that I would have really benefited from having sort of a personal plan as to how the whole thing was going to play out. I guess in theory, it's like the only real option after that is to go no contact again. But I'm going to talk about that in a bit. But yeah, I don't know. It's just one of those complicated situations where it's like once you break no contact, it's a very strange situation as to like what comes after that, you know, because truly like there's probably a reason why you went no contact in the first place. And it's very likely that things have not changed no matter how much you think it's changed. It's likely that things have not changed. And those reasons why you went no contact the first time will ultimately come back up after you break no contact. Obviously not for everyone. I know that there are people who have somehow have success stories where they, you know, break up with a boyfriend, go no contact, and then, or girlfriend or whatever, and then somehow end up back together. Like, you'll see those, like, couples on TikTok where they're like, yeah, I got back together with my ex and now I'm married and we're having children and stuff like that. Like, I know that that happens, but that is very rare, you know? And it's so rare. And, like, mind you, when I broke no contact, it wasn't like I thought, oh, maybe we'll get back together. I never thought, like, oh, we'll get back together. I won't lie, there was a part of me that kind of was hoping that he would be like the same sweet boy that I dated and like he would want I don't know I don't really know what I thought was coming out of it I guess there was a little part of me which was like okay the biggest thing is the more time you spend away from someone the more you start to romanticize the good and it was sort of at that point where I really started to romanticize the good I spent a lot of time thinking about the beginning of our relationship and how good things were and how good things were during our relationship like we had a really good relationship and so I was starting to really think a lot about that and I was like he was so sweet like we just worked so well together things were so great and I spent a lot of time thinking about that and so part of me just wanted that back you know and I thought maybe if I break no contact I will get that back really pops you were in for a treat you were in for a treat so yeah anyways now it's Saturday and he's off and he's doing his own thing and you know the responses are like I'm waiting like hours and hours to get a response and I'm not really doing anything like I don't have anything to really occupy my mind and it just got to a point where I was really spiraling like by the time nighttime hit I was spiraling mentally and again the whole cover blew off I like I think I cried myself to sleep it was just it was not good like it was not good and I think it was just because I was like super unsettled by like the first meeting and also like not getting any of my answers and all that so yeah it was not a good idea that we like met before our actual planned meeting but the problem is we never had a plan you know like it was never like we're gonna get lunch on this day at this time you know there was no like guarantee of it and I'm someone who just needs a plan in place to like know that okay it's gonna happen and he just wasn't really like responding to that and so it was just it was not like I was not in a good place with that so anyways finally we do this brunch 
and the brunch itself was it was good it was like a good brunch I got to ask my questions he asked some questions himself like I got my answers we talked about different things we caught up we talked about you know what had been up in our lives since we had gone no contact and talked about different things and then you know talked a little bit now we ended up seeing each other again after that because truly it required those like two deep conversations at separate times to like come up with any idea as to what we were going to do next so obviously like after we'd gotten through the initial conversation it was sort of like what now here we are in front of each other but you're also going to go home in a couple of days and what do we do now like I just broke no contact and I don't have a plan either like I didn't solidify what I was going to do after we broke no contact and so we spent a lot of time talking about it we spent a lot of time considering some different scenarios the good thing was we were on the same page as to the fact that like we definitely weren't you know there was no possibility of us getting into a relationship anytime soon at least like if we were to ever get back together it would be way far into the future a lot would have had to happen for that to be possible like we both like knew that we needed to do a lot of work on ourselves and stuff like that and so this would have been something that like would take ages to develop and by ages I mean almost like years I think so at least we were on the same page with that obviously like that doesn't really change much but it definitely like it was nice to know that like okay we got that down and then it was kind of like all right so do we go back to no contact do we stay contact like what's the whole deal here and obviously it was really hard to decide because it was kind of one of those things where it was like well the last time we were in contact it wasn't too great and there was a reason why we went no contact and it's like how can we trust that it's going to be better this time around but also it was like you know I do really appreciate having you in my life and vice versa and I don't necessarily like want to give you up I don't know like I want to try and like make something work like some kind of friendship or just I don't know I thought like oh I've gotten some experience with like talking to other guys and maybe like this time around it'll be better like we can figure something out it won't be you know especially with the progress that has been made maybe we can figure it out in a way that it's cordial no high expectations for each other we're just kind of like in contact and we keep it casual and then like with time obviously you know if things develop things develop if they don't they don't and all that truthfully it took so much thinking and brainstorming to kind of come up with like what we were going to do and even once we decided what we were going to do it was like we didn't really solidify it we didn't really have like a true plan it was just kind of like all right we'll see where this goes but we'll stay in contact obviously we considered going back no contact because that definitely felt like the obvious choice but again it for some reason it just didn't it didn't appeal to either of us what I will say about kind of everything that I've just talked about is it definitely made me it kind of was a progress check for me it made me realize that yes I had made a lot of progress from where I was at when we started no contact but also I guess there was a lot more progress that needed to be made I think I was very proud of myself for the progress that I had made kind of focused on that instead but at the same time it was kind of like there's still a lot they're clearly like I'm still on the journey I'm still on the journey of like moving on and moving forward and stuff like that the other thing I guess is also I realized it was weird because when we saw each other it's like things felt very natural and I hated that so much because I think part of me hoped that maybe like things didn't feel right and then it was like okay whatever we don't click as we used to like there's no I guess chemistry or whatever it is it just doesn't feel right anymore and so that helps us move on but that was not the case unfortunately 
whatever was between us it was just it felt very comfortable right away like it always had and that really didn't help anyone or at least it didn't help me because that's not exactly helpful so that was definitely something that was a a concept and like even like just like going into conversation it was like as if we had never not talked you know like it was very easy obviously like maybe the initial the very initial conversation was still a little bit like but I feel like it just was very comfortable so finally he leaves and we have our kind of plan kind of not plan like we're not (laughs) just kind of like a whatever happens happens plan I guess and it's weird because we had talked about like oh we'll see each other again and like like I said I had sort of this hope that he would still be that like sweet boy that I had dated and I felt like the whole experience sort of made me realize that he wasn't that for me anymore like I get it I get that he was moving on and moving forward and obviously I couldn't always expect him to be that way but also it was kind of devastating because it was like I feel like there's less love there I feel like he's just more of a man now he acts more like it kind of also like any other guy you know like I'm just like a girl that he doesn't really care about anymore even though like he kept saying that he did and you know that he like still felt that way for me it's just like the behavior it fell off you know it felt like it felt like I was just like another girl and that's not a fun thing to feel especially when it's like someone that liked you so much so that was not entirely fun to recognize but also I guess maybe it ultimately helped what comes later on in the whole process so anyways he goes back home and we start this like weird whole thing and like genuinely That weekend, besides the initial emotional reaction, spiral, whatever, went pretty well. Like, it was a good weekend, and I feel like it was productive. I feel like good stuff came out of it, and I was genuinely happy with it. At the end of it, I genuinely was, like, so grateful that he had ultimately come around to meet me, and I was like, thank you so much for this. Like, I really appreciate that you did it. It was very cordial. Like, it was very cordial as we started it, and things were good, and, you know, I I think the biggest problem with us was we just could never do distance like never it didn't matter whether we were in a relationship whether we were out of. I mean obviously when we were in a relationship it was still a lot better but when we were out of a relationship mm-mm, couldn't do the distance whenever we were in person perfectly fine things were great we were the best buds but the moment distance hit us like the first couple of days would be fine and then over time it would just it would go completely south and that kind of happened again here I think we kept up a good act for a good while obviously like was trying I mean the other thing is we kind of had made this decision where it was like whatever happens happens but also if things go south like we're going back no contact and since neither of us want that we're going to try our best to keep it from that so we were we were keeping it cordial and like when we would run into some issues like we'd sit down we'd talk about it I also feel like with the time that I had you know where we were no contact it made made me realize a lot about myself and the way that I behave and the way that I feel and so I felt like I could share that knowledge that I gained with him and say like the reason why I feel this way or the way the reason why I behave this way is because of this and then he was like okay I get it so like maybe I will not do this so that you won't feel that way or behave that way you know like trying to accommodate each other and so 
it wasn't bad. It was just one of those things where it was like we were still living our own separate lives. I feel like we never fully got out of that like no contact mindset in theory, or at least I didn't. I never really got out of that no contact mindset. Still kind of in the back of my mind, it was like weird that I was like in contact with him. I don't know. Like I also felt like I was just sort of holding everything back. Like I just wasn't telling him things that I would have usually told him before because I was like, oh, he probably doesn't care or like there's no point in telling him like it's so minor and so and also I felt like oh if I tell him all this stuff then like I will give more and more to him and then like it'll cause this whole emotional reaction so I know basically I feel like I just didn't ever really get out of that no contact mindset and that's why it was hard to like be in contact with that mindset and I think essentially the biggest takeaway from it was it really solidified that I cannot be friends with an ex at least not him I can't be friends with him. I don't know what it is. I just realized like no matter what, no matter how much time we spent apart, no matter how much I knew that I didn't want to be in a relationship with him, I would always have these higher standards and expectations for him than I would have for just any other guy. I would always sort of, I called them like the boyfriend standards, but really like when I would think about it, I was like, I feel like half of this is sort of just the bare minimum. Like you see me as more than just a random girl, you know? And like with the history we had, it was like, yeah, you're not just some other man. You're someone who I know inside and out and you know me inside and out and we've experienced so much of life together and we've gone through so much and it's like, how am I supposed to act like none of that happened? And I just couldn't shake it off. I couldn't shake it off and so it kind of created a lot of run-ins clearly was not meeting those expectations those standards and I have like a low tolerance policy where it's like if you're not going to meet my standards it's like I just I can't do it like I can't sit here and and wait until you will or just dumb down my standards for you because I I do like you and I do want to keep you in my life and all that and so honestly going no contact again so yes we ended up going no contact again was definitely not a hard decision it was almost like I knew it was happening it had been sort of these like days where we started talking less and less and like I just felt less and less connected to him or had less and less of a need to like say anything and eventually I was just like something happened like he said something that just like really triggered me and I was like all right I'm out now like I knew it was gonna happen but I'm out for good and initially like when it happened like the next morning I woke up and I was like oh my god I can't believe I just did that like I just ended it and when I ended it I was on FaceTime with my sister and I was like this is for good I am not creating a cycle you know how I talked about that dating app cycle yeah I'm not creating a cycle I'm not going to be the girl who keeps going back I learned my lesson I got the closure I needed I got the reaffirmations on like certain things that maybe I'd started to romanticize a little bit more or forget I know it now I will not be the girl who keeps going back to her ex because she does you know I refuse to be that person like I'm stronger than that I have so much more respect for myself than that and given that it hasn't worked out every single time like I am only doing myself a disfavor if I keep letting myself go back so when I did it I was like well this is for good and obviously in the moment I was still very skeptical I was like I'm not sure if I'm actually doing this I'm gonna give it a couple of days and just see where it goes you know if I'm not feeling it obviously I'll just go back I knew that wasn't a good situation like it was better to just be no contact than to go back but again I just wanted to like because I was going to do it for good I didn't want to have any real doubts about it so definitely the next morning I kind of woke up and I was like oh shoot that probably came off as like super harsh you know and all that I was like I don't know if I even gave him like a 
proper goodbye, which at that point I was like, there's no point of giving a proper goodbye because I feel like it just ends up going in circles and all that. We've had this problem before. But then I was looking back and I was like, no, I had sort of told him like, this is going to be the end. And then the conversation dragged out for a little bit and then it happened. And so I was like, he knew it was coming. Like he couldn't, he couldn't sit there and say like, oh, I had no clue she was going to do that. So, and ultimately I did it for me. Like the whole no contact thing was always for me. Breaking no contact was for me too. And then going no contact again was for me too. Like it was always for me. It wasn't for him. It wasn't for anyone else. It wasn't for anything. Okay. It was for me. And so obviously that's selfish, but I feel like that's one of those things where you have to be selfish, like protect your peace. If someone is not serving a purpose in your life and is honestly like bringing negative energy into your life, you have to cut them out. You know, that's the best thing you can do for yourself. And truly I was right about that. It felt like there were just old patterns again that were coming back and I tried to like give it a little chance you know but after a while I was like it's not going it's not going anywhere so yeah and now it's been today will be three weeks of no contact again and by the time this episode comes out it'll be five weeks and truly what I will say is it is a hundred times easier to go no contact the second time it felt very natural I won't lie like I had a couple of days in the first week and then there was a day recently like I don't know a week ago or so where I kind of was feeling this way too but I definitely had some like anger some resentment towards the whole situation which I feel like is fair you know it's fair to have those emotions but I've definitely felt a lot less than I did when I was going no contact the first time which I feel like is a given especially since I was still in that no contact mindset but yeah it definitely it's been so much easier and also life has been rewarding me big time since big big time so much good has happened since I went no contact it's funny because you know there's that sound that I use on all of my no contact videos where it's like no it's for the better and it's funny because when I was first posting to it like my biggest TikToks to those videos it's kind of like yeah I mean I know it's for the better but also maybe I'm not feeling it just yet and there were certain things where I was like you see like if this happens like it'll truly remind me that it was for the better and it's funny because some of those things have happened now and it's so crazy because I didn't think they would ever happen and like I said life has been repaying me big time I've been meeting some very cool people I've been having some great conversations I've had some really great things happen to me I've been just doing really well on my own I feel good and I feel like I've made a lot of progress in the whole moving on thing like truly as I said in my episode two weeks ago where I was kind of just mentioning like December is a month where I'm going to just post all of the episodes related to my relationship because I want to get them out so that I can go into 2024 just like start it fresh leave that all behind leave the whole heartbreak era behind I'm truly so ready for that like I'm so ready to just leave it behind and I feel like I'm I'm really feeling that like I'm like yes like I'm finally at this point where I'm ready to leave it behind I'm feeling good and I don't think about it as much anymore like I feel like when I think about my relationship I think about it in like a very reflective manner I'm excited about this life that I'm going to build on my own and I'm also really excited about what comes next and the possibility of another relationship at some point obviously I don't think anytime soon but 
I feel like I'm finally opening myself up to that where it's like, okay, if a relationship comes my way, like I'm going to be ready. I'm going to be ready for it. And I know that there's a lot of good that's going to come out of it. And the other thing is, I feel like when I think about what I want, you know, when I think about like romantic stuff where I'm like, oh, it would be nice to do like to have this or to have that. I don't think about it anymore as like, I wish my ex was doing that for me, you know, or I wish I was living this life with my ex. It's really like I'm excited for my next man to give me all of this and more, you know, like I'm so, so excited. And so truly, I feel like I'm I'm in such a good place and I'm I'm just moving forward and it's so exciting, so exciting. And like I said, life has really been repaying me for going no contact. I don't know whether it's an adjacent thing or whatever it is, but the point is life has been so good. So anyways, with that being said, I have a lot more to say. Don't worry. One thing that I want to talk about is people's reactions. So like I said, I meant to keep it private and I ultimately did not keep it private at all. I ended up totally blasting it. First off, I made a TikTok multiple TikToks with him during that time. Also, I ended up like posting him to my private story and also like my private TikTok. So everyone knew. Everyone knew that he was back in my life. I got a lot of people being like, what is this? Oh my God. Like, what did you do? Blah, blah. Some people were not thrilled whatsoever. And it reminded me as to why I wanted to keep it private in the first place. People definitely had strong opinions and it wasn't easy to get their opinions. I did understand that it's valid for them to be confused as to why I would do something like that. But I also felt that the people who did have the strongest reactions are people who have never experienced heartbreak or no contact or you know what it feels like to go through those experiences and it just felt like their reactions were so scripted on what's like stereotypically the right way to react to something like that you know how like society is like oh it's bad to break no contact you know it's good to go no contact it's bad to break no contact so obviously they just automatically took it as like it's a bad thing that you broke no contact but I think honestly like I don't regret breaking no contact I think it was overall a pretty positive thing obviously there was some some bad some emotions that were involved in it but I don't regret doing it I never regretted doing it even when I was like crying about it I was like I still don't regret it I still don't regret that I did this I know that I am feeling a lot of things right now but I don't regret that I did this and like I said I do think that it brought some closure to me and truly like I know that no one will really understand until you're in the position itself but getting some of those comments were kind of difficult because I was like I almost felt like I had to sort of step back from some of my friendships and try and and find a way to do the whole thing I think some of my friends are about to find out that I was still in contact with him for longer than they probably thought I was I think a lot of people thought like oh I went back to no contact straight after but no like after I shared it publicly I decided now I'm actually keeping it private whatever comes after this is private like if we continue to stay in contact forever private obviously I think I was telling like my one friend who was very supportive but everyone else I just like I was just like yeah you know like I don't really talk to him anymore when I still was in contact with him because I just wanted to keep that experience for myself and I didn't really want I didn't want to feel like I was losing friendships over something like this and I literally told him point he was like I don't like that you're trying to keep this so private like that you feel like you have to hide it from people and I was like well I feel like I'm losing some of my most valued friendships because of this 
And if you felt that way too, you definitely would take precautions to try and avoid that. And he was like, okay, valid. So yeah. And I mean, ultimately it ended up going back to no contact. So like I wasn't completely wrong. I sort of knew that it was going to happen and all that. So like in the back of my mind, I knew eventually we'd go back to it because there was just no way that we would be able to keep it going for forever but yeah no people's reactions were definitely difficult so it's one of those things where if you're considering breaking no contact you have to consider whether you want to share that with other people some people are really good at being private others aren't I'm definitely someone who is not super great at keeping my mouth shut with a lot of things there's a lot of things I wish that I would just like not say out loud but for some reason when I have something on my mind it comes out these experiences definitely tested my ability to to keep things private and I'm actually kind of proud on some of the things that I was able to kind of keep under wraps for quite a bit of time but at the same time it's like people are going to have reactions and it's not necessarily going to be positive your friends are not necessarily going to be supportive about it I know a lot of people are like you just don't understand whatever but yeah I mean you're going to have friends that simply don't understand and are going to have a negative reaction you can't do anything about it and so you have to decide whether you want to have that in that experience of breaking no contact or not you can keep it private you never get those reactions you can experience it on your own and then maybe you tell them like far in the future if you guys go back to no contact or if I don't know things end up being really good or something like that or you can obviously tell people and run the risk that you're going to get some reactions that may make you feel different about the whole situation and about the person that you're like breaking no contact with and all that so it's really up to you it's really up to you as to what you want to do another thing I want to talk about is conditions under which to break no contact because I have a lot of thoughts on this and I feel like I could even do a separate episode but I'm going to try and group it in here I know this is going to be a long episode but I think when it comes to breaking no contact it has to be under very strict conditions okay and I think there are some very specific conditions which I feel like cover a lot of people who do end up in no contact where it's like you should not I would say you should not okay like and I I really mean that you know I'm not saying like oh no don't but you know if you want to you can I mean like seriously don't my first one is if they were the one who enacted no contact it's funny because for the longest time I was like why is this man not reaching out to me like why is this man not reaching out to me well obviously he wasn't reaching out to you you were the one who told him like you don't want to be in contact anymore that's so valid oh my god I actually so forgot something that was really really important one other thing about and this was like in the process before I met him in person I felt that the whole process ended up helping me accept everything that had happened and sort of kind of starting with a blank slate obviously I had my expectations and all that but I feel like for the longest time there were still things that I held on to that I just like could not accept and breaking no contact basically made me accept all of those things that were still like there and made me just like accept the situation as it was I was like I understand why he did or said certain things while we were still in contact I understand that like my behavior was at the forefront of why he did certain things obviously it's not an excuse for everything that he did or said but I also think that like it was the catalyst for certain things I accept it like I accept everything I accept the whole situation and that was a good thing 
because like I said, I was still holding on to all of that and it was a bit freeing to like be able to finally accept it. And it was like, I kind of felt the need to accept it once I broke no contact because I was like, if I want to go into this with like a blank slate and I don't want, I don't want to hold grudges against him. Like I don't want to feel like I'm holding something against him. Like I really just want to go have this friendly conversation and just keep it cordial and keep things like nice and light. I need to accept everything first though. And so that ended up really helping. Anyways, that being said, if they were the one who enacted no contact, I am so sorry. That is a horrible situation to be in. I get it. It it is a horrible situation to be in because you're not really getting any closure from it. You are forced to basically walk away from it. You probably really, really love them. You probably had so much more that you wanted to give them. Like you probably would have done anything for them and they chose to shut you out of their life. The first thing you have to understand is it very likely is not about you, it's about them. Can't say that for everyone, but I definitely, in my experience, being on the other side, like I truly did it for myself. It was for me. It was always for me, okay? So don't think of it as like your fault or something you did. Like that's the first thing. The second thing is as horrible as it is, you have to just take it and move on. I know that's probably not what you want to hear from me. I know that probably hurts. Take it with this mindset of, I need to move on. I need to create a better life for me. A lot of good is going to come out of this. It's going to be extremely painful. It's going to take a lot of time. It's going to take a while for me to move on. Like it's not going to be a fun process, but ultimately it will turn out so good. Okay. So much good will happen. I know it's hard. If they were the one who enacted no contact, I really, really recommend that you do not reach out. Okay. I know it's hard. I know it's hard. Like I know it's hard, but genuinely there's a reason why they like cut you out of their life. And like, if they want you back in their life, like they will break no contact. The other thing is, and I even, I experienced this being on the other side. I feel like you lose so much respect for yourself and like dignity and you just kind of lose yourself in trying to like be someone for them that they don't want and to try and like make things work when they don't want that to work. You can throw yourself into it as much as possible. It's on them. They're very likely not going to change their mind and if they do they will come back and when they come back you can then decide what you want to do with that if you've decided okay I spent my time working on myself I feel good I don't want them in my life anymore and they come back you just ignore it if you want them back at that point great try and make it work but truly I would say do not do not go back just don't do it okay have some dignity have some self-respect love yourself love yourself and know that you deserve better than them and move on okay so that's my first condition under which you should not break no contact my second condition under which you should not break no contact is an experience I had when I was in a relationship that truly baffled me if you know that they are in a relationship I do not care how soon after your breakup or no contact situation it is I do not care who the girl is I do not care what the situation is I don't care if it's a rebound I don't whatever I don't care don't reach out don't reach out and here's why when I was in my relationship between month two and three my then boyfriend's ex reached out for closure she wrote this whole like paragraph of a text for closure they had been broken up for like six months by the time we started dating they also only dated for like a month so it's not one of those things where it was like oh wow he got into a relationship so quickly after you know like given how long the relationship was there was a decent amount of time 
you know obviously if it was like our relationship that was like a year and four months I would definitely say six months is a little quick I mean obviously you can do it but it may still be a little quick like I definitely didn't feel ready at that point but at the same time this was not the situation here okay she fully knew that we had been in a relationship for a while and to actively decide that it would be a good idea to then send a closure text after you'd gotten to a relationship and was in a relationship for a while was like truly absurd and the way that I can describe this to you think about it this way put yourself in that girl's shoes it's not about him okay whatever he could be a horrible person I don't care it's not about him it's about her imagine you are in a new relationship you've met this amazing guy and I know you're probably like my ex isn't amazing he's literally like trash he's literally he treats girls so okay I get it whatever you've met this new guy he's amazing he treats you so well like you're falling for him it's so great the relationship is so great and all of a sudden he gets a text from his ex and she's like trying to get closure she's like reaching out she comes out of nowhere and she's reaching out and she's like hey like remember me or like sends a whole text whatever you're thinking of doing like imagine you were in a relationship with this guy and it's going really great and all of a sudden his ex texts him out of nowhere you'd probably be livid okay you would be livid and that is the same case for this new girl I know that there are people who end up in situations where like the new girl is like their ex-best friend or something like that and I'm so sorry about that but you just have to think this new girl is probably and maybe one day she'll know but this new girl is very likely like having a really positive experience and you want to take that away from her you can be as angry as you want but just know that if you were in her shoes like it definitely would do something to you it would kind of mess with your head you wouldn't want that to happen you know so yeah I've wanted to talk about that for the longest time because when it happened I was like so baffled I was like there's no way this girl just did that I literally laughed like I was laughing I was like this is the funniest thing I've ever seen because I was like what does she think she's doing you know I dated him for longer than she dated him you know I was like there's just no way there's no way that she's doing this like she could have done this for the six months that he wasn't in a relationship after they got out of their relationship but she decided to do it once he had someone new and truly I don't think we could ever relate to each other because I actually had a really positive experience with him like he was genuinely good boyfriend and all that I call it a case of good boyfriend bad ex he's not a bad person it just didn't work out when we were exes it just it didn't work out another thing that has kind of bothered me for the longest time is basically before we went no contact the first time he had all this stuff that he said he was going to give me there was like some merch that we had gotten from something we had done there was this like thing for actually podcasts that he was like oh I'll give it to you and then he has my Christmas present from his dad his dad got me a bunch of Christmas presents and I still want it's Christmas of next year soon and yeah I never ended up getting one of my Christmas presents luckily I got one of them which I absolutely love but anyways so there was all this stuff that like he had been meaning to give me for a while and he kept saying he was gonna send and like he was not sending it and so I kept bringing it up I was like I love if you would send me these things I would really like to have them and all that and then we went no contact and like for weeks I was like okay maybe it'll maybe he'll finally send it maybe he'll finally send it and then when I broke no contact I asked him about it I was like why did you never send me that stuff like you literally kept saying you were gonna send it he was like I was just angry at you I was like oh wonderful okay so I was like well now that we've broken no contact and maybe you're less angry at me like will you send it he was like yeah 
And so for the weeks that we were still in contact, I kept bringing it up. I was like, I would really love if you send it. And also at this point, I was like, by the way, you also have a bunch of my clothing that I would kind of like back. Like at the time when I gave or when he ended up taking it, I was just going to like sell it or donate it. But it's been a while and I was like, it would be nice to see what I have. Maybe I can use some stuff. So could you send everything back to? And he was like, yeah, I'll do it. I'll do it next weekend. I'll do it the following weekend. Like it kept all these like, yes, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Well, we've been no contact again for three weeks and I officially think I'm never going to get these items. I don't know if he has really poor memory, if he's holding it against me again. Like, what is it? I just was so shocked by that. I was like, wow. And that kind of just like proved to me that he was just not the person that I I thought he was anymore. And truly, sorry, this like topic kind of gets me heated because I'm like, how hard is it to send things that you keep saying you're going to send someone, you know? So yeah, I highly doubt he listens to my podcast so I can say all this stuff without him ever realizing. But yeah, that was one of those things where it was like, I for weeks, I kept looking out for it. It wasn't coming. Then when I broke no contact, I was like, okay, where is it? He was like, yeah, you're going to get it. You're going to get it. And lo and behold, I am never getting it. Love that. But yeah, kind of going back to the whole like conditions under which you should break no contact. So I, I gave like the two main conditions under which I say absolutely do not break no contact. For breaking no contact, I think it's one of those things where you need to be rational about it. Don't just jump into it. I know you probably like have the urge and you want to jump into it but especially if you've gotten so far however far that is whether that's a couple of days a couple weeks a couple months maybe even a couple years I want you to really just like sit with it and think about it and think about what purpose it will serve to break no contact what you expect out of it maybe even write this down like write it down somewhere write down your intentions for the whole thing write down what your plan is once you break no contact be very realistic with yourself and I know it's so hard to do that but be realistic with yourself and think well what happens if he does this instead or she does this like what happens if they react this specific way and that's not the way that I wanted them to react you know like how will I take that what will I do with that information again I think that at the point that I was at when I broke no contact I would have not been able to really be realistic with myself because I just I felt like I needed to do it to just save myself from the mental torture I was putting myself through but at the same time I think maybe I could have spent some more time being realistic with myself and trying to figure out maybe then I would have had like less of an emotional reaction the other thing is I think you just need to know that like if you are going to break no contact regardless of the situation you're very likely going to feel certain things and you're going to feel certain emotions and it's not necessarily going to be pretty and you have to be realistic with yourself as to whether you can handle that like can you really handle that can you handle rejection can you handle realizing that nothing's changed can you handle realizing that maybe he doesn't want you back or she doesn't want you back or they don't even want to be in contact with you you never know how it's going to turn out and there's a high chance it's not going to turn out the way you want it to turn out and you know are you going to be able to deal with that obviously it's character development you know if you do reach out and something like that happens and you're devastated by it like you'll make it out there eventually like it's all part of the experience you have to go through it whatever but also if you can save yourself that pain you know maybe then try and do that but yeah I think again it's like it's really on a case-by-case basis like I guess if you do feel like you're kind of thinking about it and you want to talk to someone you don't really have someone else to talk to like you can always dm me and kind of share the situation and I'll I'll let you know my thoughts but it's like based off of you like again you're doing it for you when you have to kind of figure out like is this the best case scenario for me like is this a good idea for me you know is it going to be a good idea I can't sit here and tell you yes or no because I don't know what your situation is and I don't know 
know what conditions you have for it and I don't know like what you're thinking about the whole experience and what you expect from it but yeah I just think like spend some time thinking about it like give yourself a week at least if you're gonna be or more try and spend as much time thinking about it and if over time you keep feeling as if that's the best case scenario if that's what you want to do then go ahead but also know that it's not necessarily going to turn out how you want it to turn out and you just have to be realistic as to whether you can deal with that and so yeah anyways with that being said I feel like I've really covered it all I had a lot to talk about for this one and I know this is going to be a longer episode but I wanted to cover it because I'm sure there are people out there who are where I was at right before I broke no contact or have had the urges or have thought about it even if you thought about it very lightly and you don't intend to do it maybe this can reaffirm that you shouldn't do it or well I hope not vice versa but I just hope that this like is a little bit of a guide for anyone who's thinking of maybe doing it just because I do wish like I had maybe a little bit of a guide on the whole thing because obviously I feel like there's a lot of guides to no contact but there's not well maybe there is I just didn't really look into them I was like it's okay I don't need advice like I'm gonna just do what I want to do anyways I think that's basically it for me I hope you guys like this episode I hope it was helpful to some people you guys can always message me and let me know what you think I hope if you're doing the whole no contact situation that you're doing better and truly like I'm telling you it does get better it really does get better like anything regarding heartbreak no contact the whole thing being seven months out from the breakup now I can happily say so much has happened so much good has happened and I've made so much progress and I just truly feel like I'm in such a better place and I actually plan to do an episode on moving on and moving forward in a couple of months because I still feel like there's a little bit more you know but I want to do one of those episodes for anyone who's more like at the beginning of heartbreak or at the beginning of no contact kind of in the thick of it thinking like oh my god I'm never gonna get out of this I'm always gonna feel this way I'm always gonna you know be sad I'm always gonna think about them I'm always gonna like feel like I'm still stuck truly it does get better and I feel so fortunate that life has been rewarding me since I've gone no contact again I feel really so lucky and yeah it's been good it's been really good and it's crazy it's crazy how life takes you on these little journeys these little roller coaster rides anyways with that being said thank you so much for listening i would love if you guys rate my podcast on whatever streaming platform you're listening to it on always you can always send me messages if you have any thoughts if you're going through it yourself and you want some advice i'm here i don't know if i am advice worthy but i definitely will happily try and help you and yeah that's basically it for me thank you so much for listening bye love you guys